this is Dr. Mary. I'm into week two of <clears throat> being uh, staying at home. And uh, I want to give you some ideas about how to cope with this situation. I've been noticing a lot of things online, but one of my online friends posted a beautiful message today about her gratitude to everyone staying inside uh, to protect all the rest of us, uh, all of us who are at risk of uh, contracting this virus. Uh, so I, I want to mention that because there's, a you know, a lot of us are whining and complaining about being stuck inside for so long and are, and I'm guilty of complaining about the onset of what my mother used to call cabin fever. But I think we need to focus on how wonderful everyone is being at this time and, you know, what a difference that will make in the eventual outcomes. The second thing I've noticed is this virus has precipitated a, a real explosion of creativity. A lot of the people on my Facebook and other social media outlets, uh, you know, I've been following them for years, but we see a very narrow slice of them because they generally focus on certain issues. Well, I'm just amazed at how creative a lot of these people are because now they're recording songs or their children's chalk art or paintings that they're doing at home. So, you know, I think, um, you know, this is really astonishing and very exciting and we should, you know, continue to do these wonderful things. What I want to do is talk a little bit more today about managing our fears. A strong antidote to fear is what I call performing a reality check. So in that sense, uh, let's look at the data. We have, for those of us like myself who are in the high-risk group, we have the worst outcomes predicted, but these outcomes, let, let's take a look at them. The worst data that's been reported is that in places like China, they have seen deaths as high as 15% of this elderly uh, and disabled population. But what that means is that 85% of the people uh, survive it. And I don't think in the United States that the risk is anywhere near that high because in places like China, people smoke a lot. The air quality there is well known to be um, compromised in in cities and you know we have big open spaces in this country and it, there has long been an emphasis on not using tobacco products or cigarette products so I don't think this is accurate comparison to what's going on in our country I think that the risk is a lot lower than that but let's say in the worst possible case, that it's as high as 10% for the at-risk group. Well, you know, when you flip that on its other side, that means there is a 90% chance of uh, recovering and surviving it. So th those are pretty good odds when you're dealing with something like this. And I think we need to focus on the upside of things rather than on the downside. 
there there is a book which I often have recommended to people. It's quite an old book, and I don't even know if you can find it anymore. But it's called Games People Play, and and one of those games is called Ain't It Awful. And so what happens is people share stories of how awful things are. And, you know, we want to recognize that game and not get drawn into it by those who might uh, benefit from playing this game by getting attention or whatever. We don't want to play Ain't It Awful. We want to focus on what's good about things. And I think, you know, I've mentioned three of them right now, the the way everyone is behaving, the explosion of creativity, and the fact that the odds for people, you know, at risk aren't that really, truly terrible. All right, that's my message for today, and I hope that we will all stay well and continue to look out for each other. Thank you. Bye-bye.